0: Do you rely on God for your strength? Seriously, do you rely on God for strength in your relationships, with your finances, even in the gym? Strength from God. It's all coming up in this time of devotion on the Another Chance podcast. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Brian Sussman, on this, the Another Chance podcast. It's a daily devotion, and I'm asking this question. Do you rely on God for your strength? And I'm serious about this. In, in every facet of your life, are you relying on God? I'm thinking about this because it's, it's early in the morning out here on the left coast, And I just raised our American flag, as well as our California flag. And my habit, whenever I raise those flags, is to take a knee and thank God for this nation. I pray for revival in this land. And I even pray for revival here in California, where sometimes it seems like (laughs) that might be impossible. But I believe with God, all things are possible. And as I was taking a knee, I was praying that God would protect our property and bring us health and also provide us, my family, with strength. And as I was taking a knee, I said, God, I need your strength every day. And and I felt a check in my spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit speaking to me saying, no, not every day, every second, say it. And so I said, God, I need you for strength every second. Every second of every hour of every day. I need your strength. I cannot do this on my own strength. I cannot do this on my own strength. And and neither can you. So I was thinking of some scriptures. These are all scriptures that I once used in a a men's Bible study. I'm looking at the date on this Bible study. I pulled it up from my computer. This was from January 24th, 2015. No doubt it was a Saturday because I do these Bible studies with men on Saturdays. And I don't rely on my own strength. Please, God, may I never rely on my own strength. I'm looking at a beautiful scripture from... Psalm 29, verse 11. The Lord gives strength to His people, and the Lord blesses His people with peace. Do you want peace? Well, then I think it's very clear from this Scripture. If you want the peace of God that passes all understanding, another Scripture says, if you want that peace of God, you need to be relying on God's strength. He gives strength to his people. Who are his people? Those who are following him. Those who have made a commitment to follow the one who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm looking at another scripture. I believe it's from Psalm 33, if I have my notes correct here. It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. You'll never do things perfectly on your own strength. I mean, you may be super great at your job. You may be super great at a particular hobby. You may have a skill. But my friends, that job that you do so well, that hobby that you do so well, that talent that's been given to you by God, it, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, these have all get, been given to you by God. And He gives you the strength to do those things well. And the scripture goes on to say, He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. Have you ever looked looked at a deer or any such animal? I mean, they have big bodies and rather thin legs, correct? And at the base of their legs, there are these, these small feet, hoofs, if you will, um, they're so tiny and yet they're so capable. I mean, really, if you were, if you were to personally design a deer, you would probably come up with bigger feet than that because you're, you'd be saying, well, they, uh, this, this animal is going to want to climb on rocks and climb up hills and climb down hills. I, I need to give them some big feet, but no, God made them. So those tiny feet are able to stand on the rocky heights that's what he wants to do for you. And then it goes on to say, he trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. See, what the psalmist is saying here is that even in battle, when his strong arms would pull back that bow to fight, he knew that the strength in his arms, the skill he had to pull back that bow had been given to him by the Lord. We need to always give him glory. We need to always give him credit. Friends, we can't take credit for anything in our lives. Please don't even go there for a moment, ever. It's he who gives us the skill. It's he who gives us the strength Here's another wonderful scripture, Psalm 118. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Oh, I was praying this last night. God, thank you for saving me. Do you ever do that? Do you ever just stop and say, thank you for saving me? Do you ever, as another scripture says, recount the blessings of the Lord? I think it's so important. And I, I regularly will stop, as I did last night. I just had a moment to myself, and I said, Lord, thank you for saving me. God, I'm so grateful for salvation. I don't know why. Why you enlightened me, but you did. I thank you for salvation, God. And, and as I go down that road of thanking him for salvation, I thank him for forgiving me oh my gosh, all the stupid things I've done since I had that moment of enlightenment. And he forgives me just as he forgives you. And you know what? He doesn't, I recount my blessings, he doesn't recount my sin. And I don't need to go down that road of recounting all the dumb things I've done after having been enlightened to the knowledge of Jesus as Lord and receiving my salvation, I don't have to go down that road of looking at all that mess that I've made over the years because he doesn't look at that mess that I've made. He doesn't look at your messes. Once you have come into his kingdom and once you make that mess and you repent of your sins, it's over. It's done. Another wonderful scripture from the book of Psalms, Psalm eighteen two: The Lord is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Is he your rock? Of course he is. He saved you. Are you allowing him to be your rock? That's, that's the question. Are you allowing him to be your rock and your fortress, and your deliverer. Oh, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. I want you to be there with me. My God, my strength in whom I will trust. You know, there may be something going on in your life right now where you're thinking, well, why isn't he taking care of this in my life? Maybe it's health. I, I don't have the answer for that question. But if you trust in him, I know that during that illness he's going to give you peace. Oh, I've got my I've got my uh, I've got my handful of maladies. And I I believe that sometimes he allows these things to occur in our lives because it's a teaching moment, it's a teaching time. He just wants us to rely on him more. He wants us to trust in him more. He wants to be our rock, not just in the good times, but in the not so good times as well. Oh, here's a wonderful scripture from 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said to me, this is the Lord speaking to Paul, He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. I think that addresses what we were just talking about. Sometimes when when we have an illness, sometimes when we have a rough patch in our lives, he's saying, son, daughter, My grace is sufficient. Quit worrying about it. My grace is sufficient. Don't fret. My grace is sufficient. Don't spin all night long thinking about these things over and over and over. My grace is sufficient. Friends, this is a promise. This is a promise as sure as the sun will rise tomorrow and set tonight. It's a promise. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. I've got another one for you. Again, from the Jewish scriptures, a.k.a. the Old Testament. Book of Nehemiah. When is the last time we've read the book of Nehemiah? Chapter 8, verse 10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. At the end of the day, that's your strength. You know, all of us someday will come to an end. All of us someday are going to perish. And even then, as we're breathing our last, it is He who gives us the strength to take that last breath and then graciously bring us into His eternal kingdom. Friends, I want you to rely on God for your strength, seriously, on the job, in all relationships, with your finances, even even if you're a workout person. Thank him for the strength he has given you for that workout ability. I want to close with just a few words from Charles Spurgeon, the great evangelist and And preacher, this is December 31st, last day of the year, 1871. It's a sermon entitled, The Joy of the Lord, the Strength of His People. And I'll just give you a couple little snippets. He says, the man who possesses the joy of the Lord finds it his strength in another respect, that it fortifies him against temptation. What is there that he can be tempted with? He has more already than the world can offer him as a reward for treachery. He's already rich. Who will ensnare him with the wages of unrighteousness? Friends, even in the face of temptation, you have been made strong by the blood of the Lamb. God bless you, my friends. I hope that this devotional has been beneficial. My goal in this Another Chance podcast series is to encourage and equip you to become the woman, the man who God wants you to be. Again, thanks for joining me, Brian Sussman. More on me at briansussman.com. God bless you. And God have mercy on the United States of America. Thank you.